Greetings, I'm Noel Deer. Welcome to today's daily devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is John chapter one, verses 19 through 28. And in today's passage, we're gonna shift back to a focus on John the Baptist. Not John, the human author of the Gospel of John, but John the Baptist, the forerunner of Christ. Let's begin in verse 19. This was John's testimony when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, who are you? So John's ministry has begun, and he is drawing a sizable crowd, and he's gaining some notice amongst the religious leaders back in Jerusalem. And so they inquire, what's going on? Who are you? What are you doing? Uh, Look at verse 20. He didn't deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. Now, many people had come through the years, through this uh, period of history especially, and claimed, proclaimed themselves to be the Messiah. John the Baptist wanted it to be clear. He was not making this claim. And he will say that repeatedly uh, through this passage. Verse 21, what then, they asked, are you Elijah? I am not, he said. Are you the prophet? No, he answered. Now, these were Old Testament prophecies that uh, spoke of the return of Elijah and the return of a prophet. And in both cases, uh, John the Baptist says, that's not me. Now, Jesus does make a connection between John the Baptist and Elijah. And Jesus later says that the prophecies that said that Elijah was going to return really meant that an Elijah-like prophet would come to herald the coming of the ministry of the Messiah. And that Elijah-like prophet was John the Baptist. And so there's a connection here, but John says quickly, I am not the prophet and I am not Elijah. Uh, I'm somebody else. Verse 22, who are you then? They asked, we need to give an answer to those who sent us. What can you tell us about yourself? And so they just asked the question. Verse 23, he said, I am a voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Uh, These are Old Testament words, Old Testament statements that they would have been very familiar with. So he says, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. Now, I think it's interesting here that John calls himself a voice. John is saying he's not the person of importance. He's not the focus of attention. He's simply the voice. He's simply the voice that announces the arrival of the Messiah and the beginning of the ministry of the Messiah. Now, what was John's message? Uh, Well, in part, John's message was this, make straight the way of the Lord. Now, that's a quotation from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, and I think it would be helpful just to read that verse. It says, a voice of one crying out, prepare the way of the Lord in the wilderness, make a straight highway for our God in the desert. Now, what we have here is a double word picture. It's a picture, first of all, of the building of roads. And so if you built a road in those days, much like today, the first thing you would do is to remove the rubble and to flatten the hills. Uh, So that's one picture here. When he says, prepare the way, 
in the desert, he's talking about removing the rocks and the rubble and to prepare the way. Now, this was also used in another sense. And so there's another word picture here. It uh, referred to preparing for the coming of royalty. And it meant that you would remove any kind of debris, you would uh, fix any potholes, you just get everything uh, cleaned up and ready for the uh, for royalty to arrive. And so the message that John the Baptist is bringing is that the people should prepare for the coming of the Messiah. They should remove their sin, they should confess their sin, they should repent, and they should remove any obstacles of idolatry that were in their life. Verse 24. Now, they had been sent from the Pharisees. That's who had sent these investigators. It's interesting because the Sadducees were in the majority. They were really in control, but these these came from the Pharisees. Verse 25, so they asked him, why then do you baptize if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet? See, the Jews baptized, but the Jews baptized proselytes. They baptized those people who were Gentiles, those who were not Jews, and who were uh, becoming Jews, becoming Jews. And so through that process, baptism was a part. Uh, But that's not what John the Baptist was doing. He was baptizing Jewish people, which was unheard of. Uh, And so they're, they're wanting to know why. Well, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. It was a baptism of preparation. To submit to John's baptism was to come and say, I'm guilty of sin, and I need a Savior. I need to be washed. And it anticipated the coming of the Messiah. Verse 26, I baptize with water, John answered. Someone stands among you, but you don't know him. He is the one coming after me whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to untie. John is so focused on making sure that the spotlight is not on him, but it is properly on Jesus. He says that the the strap of the sandal of this one who is coming, the, the strap of the sandal uh, on uh, of, that belongs to Jesus, he said, I am not even worthy to unlatch that strap. Now, some background is is helpful here. The lowest job, really, that a slave would be assigned in this culture would be to uh, take the straps off and remove the shoes of his master. Uh, Feet were dirty, and they were stinky, and they were smelly, and this was a humbling service. And only the lowest slave in in a house would be assigned this task. But John is saying that he ranks so far below Jesus. He ranks so far below the coming Messiah that he's not even worthy to do that one thing. He's not even worthy to remove the shoes of of the coming Messiah. And then verse 28, all this happened in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. Now, if you're really up on the geography of Israel, this may strike you as odd. Uh, that doesn't really seem to fit where we know that Bethany is. So without providing a whole geography lesson in a devotion, let me just tell you that there were there was more than one Bethany city or community of Bethany in Israel at the time, at least two, probably three. And uh, so there's more to this verse than perhaps uh, can be seen at first uh, glance. 
Uh, friends, thanks for watching or listening today. If you're on YouTube, please take a moment and hit the like and subscribe buttons. That really helps us get the word out. On your favorite podcasting app, if you just want the audio, search Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions, and you can find it right there. Further info at noeldeer.com. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ.